0: To the Football Frame of Mind Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Cam. This is uh the other host, Brandon. Um, and today we're gonna discuss uh NFL, man. We're gonna get uh ready for this uh first week. Uh just give you some games to watch and our takes on uh, the games that we talk about. Um before we get started, man,
1: how you doing? I'm doing better today than I was last night, but you know I'll, I'll probably be doing better around this time next week. But you know, yeah, I'm good. All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. it happens, dog. It happens, man. That's- oh, man,
1: dude. It's
0: yeah, man. If you, you guys will feel you in on, on it, it's uh, we talked about LSU last night. Uh, uh took a they took a, a tough one last night, but you know they still got regular season play. So anything can happen after that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even though they lost, in the, today's climate with the college football playoff, that's a strength of schedule. So if Florida State keeps on winning, you know, it looks starts to look a lot better, you know. So, like I said, just hope they keep winning, and then they keep winning <laughs> so it makes more sense, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, mm-hmm. but – like I said, man, that'd be all right. They'll be all right, man. But, uh, like I said, one game, the first game I want to talk about is uh Miami versus the Chargers, man. Um, Ooh, that's okay.
1: one.
0: Of, that's one of the, the big games I've seen. Um, this uh, this well, this weekend. Um, obviously, I think it might be one of the most uh, exciting games of the year, honestly, because you got um. Miami who has a lot of weapons, a lot of speed, and uh you got the Chargers who has a uh, their their new rich quarterback <laughs> uh Herbert, so he's going to be looking to prove a point. And I could really see these two teams in the playoffs down the line, man. Um they are two of the best teams top to bottom, offense and defense. So uh, should be interesting to see man, uh what they have to bring to the table. Obviously, you know, we've talked about Tua's health and that is a big thing uh in this season for them to succeed at all. You know what I'm saying? He has to be healthy, they have to protect him. So, um I really think they'll be good. I think they're they're my dark horse Super Bowl team if everything goes right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I said I picked them as a dark horse. So I think speed wise, they can match up against anybody because you can't double team waddle. Cause I wouldn't want to put a Tyreek Hill singer coverage against anybody. So you best off just man to man and see what happens, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm.
1: but what you think about that game? Though? I think it's a cool matchup. Uh, it, it's two explosive offenses. So, I mean, Miami's got obviously Tua, they've got Waddle, they've got Tyreek, but then you can't discredit, I mean not Kansas City, you can't discredit the Chargers because you're looking at Herbert who's a top five fringe quarterback, you've got Austin Eckler, who's a top three fringe running back, you've got Keenan Allen, you've got Mike Williams, you've got Quentin Johnston in the draft, they're definitely loaded on offense and all these teams have really good playmakers on defense too. We're just giving a couple names. You got Bosa. You got Khalil Mack. You on the other side. You got McKinney. You got um, what was it, Jalen Ramsey? You got a lot of big names. I think it's a really cool matchup for the week, the first week of the season.
0: Yeah.
1: If I have to go out my way and pick a team to win this game, I'm gonna go out on limit. I'm gonna say Miami. Uh,
0: I was uh, I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna say the Chargers, man, even though I picked Miami. I was gonna say the Chargers because I think uh Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, I think they're gonna wreak havoc on Tua. They're gonna try to rough him up a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. to see you know what he can take. But I, I like those, I like teams with two good defensive ends because I feel like mm-hmm. when you when you're trying to pass the ball a lot, which is what, you know, Miami is going to try to do. Um, I think it to have two ends coming in there that can wreck the game. I really like that. And I think that's going to give them the advantage, at least on the defense side of the ball. Um, Cause you know, they're going to score some points anyway, but I mean, they're similar teams schematically. I mean, they mm-hmm. have, Running backs that can really catch the ball, which Eckler, and I'm not sure who their running back is. But like I said, they have a lot of weapons, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm not sure about A-Chang. I think he might be out for a little bit. but um,
1: They've got a running back by committee, if I'm not mistaken. They've got a couple of guys in their uh, room that they use. But the main difference, I'm just just not sold on the Chargers, simply just from a head coaching perspective. Those, those big like that, I need to be able to see that you're going to be able to put your team in chances to win and that you're not going to botch it away by poor coaching decisions. And I just think Miami's loaded. I just don't know if they're going to be able to contain them in the secondary. I know they've got Derwin James. I know they've got J.C. Jackson. a really good defensive unit. I just don't know if they can contain those two guys. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean – um I, I like I just like what the Chargers got, man. Like I like mm-hmm. I love I like, I like that defensive the defensive combination. Like it's just that's really cool. And then you add the fact you got a Derwin James back there. And you add the fact you got a JC Jackson back there. Like it only helps, you know what I'm saying? And that might mm-hmm. be one of the best defenses they might play this year. You know what I'm saying? Uh I don't really have a schedule mm-hmm. in front of me, but I think you know, this is going to be a matchup in the playoffs, man. So I would hope is if this game is really good, I would hope that it's like an AFC championship game because that will be pretty
1: cool. Mm-hmm. You know it's a really cool matchup, though. It's playoff football in week yeah. one,
0: just yeah. like you said. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. So um, another game, Um, like I said, we'll keep it to like four or five today. But, uh, but one – Another game that I'm looking at is um Philadelphia versus your Patriots, man, week 1. I think uh I think that's a big game for, you know, the Patriots, man, um to kind of put the league on notice like, yo, we ain't going nowhere. Like we still here, we still good, you no, know what man. I'm saying? Now I I would give the edge to the Eagles just because, you know, they're defending no, NFC no. champions. And you know, they have a lot of weapons on defense, man. Like, people don't understand how good that defense is. Like, you literally win the the NFC and you add Jalen Carter to an already, you know, uh stacked defense, you know what I'm saying? And it's really the defensive line that I'm looking at. Like, I think Fletcher Cox mm-hmm. is still there, so he's an old okay. head. Then you add Jalen Carter. Who's a young guy who's fixing to do it, and they get a steal in Eli Ricks. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: they still got Darius Slate too.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like you just add people to that. You know what I'm saying? And then you got mm-hmm. a big. Big dude, I still don't know his name, but Davis from Georgia, big guy.
1: Jordan Davis.
0: Jordan Davis. There you go. So he—he. He we couldn't think of his name that last
1: episode we were talking about. We couldn't think of his name.
0: Yeah, like, but I knew he was a big guy. So, like, their defensive line is crazy good. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's interesting to me because I know Belichick's going to come up with a scheme to try to make. Jalen Hurts beat him with his arm and not his legs, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it'd be interesting to see kind of the scheme, the matchup, you know what I'm saying? How can Philadelphia's head coach try to out chess match Belichick, especially on the offense and defensive side of the ball? So I think Mm -hmm. that'll be cool, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm interested in that one, even though I think the Eagles win it. But I like the chess match between the two coaches because they're unorthodox in the way they think about things, especially Steriani from the Eagles. Like, he's mm-hmm. out of the box. Like, some of the schemes he has Jalen Hurts going through, like, like just crazy how he just kind of lets Jalen Hurts kind of quarterback, the, you know, to, to, for lack of a better word, his whole offense. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. what do you think about it?
1: Uh, I mean – yeah, obviously, going to make a point, like you said, that the defending NFC champions—they're loaded on defense. You got to give credit to that offense too, man. They've got really good weapons. They add DeAndre Swift. They still got Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. You bring back Jalen Hurts. Your offensive line's one of the best in football. Uh, New England's going to always have a really good rush defense, pretty decent, good pass defense. Uh, it's going to be a really—it's going to be a test of that offense, really. I mean. Philadelphia's got a really good defensive front especially like you said on the defensive line so I'm interested to see how the offensive line is going to protect him how is he going to handle the pressure uh they add weapons you actually have an offensive coordinator this year uh it's going to be a real test because if this game goes sour quick there's definitely going to be talks of hey man are we going to be shutting this one down early and just plugging in zappier or are we are we looking at some of these the draft like obviously in the Oh, it's early, but at the same time, you got to think Mac Jones, the first-round quarterback, really played his first year last year. Obviously, a little abysmal. Some on his part, some on obviously the, the lack of calling. Uh, But I think it'd be a good put for him. I think he'll play good. I don't necessarily think that they're going to win per se, but I could definitely see it going that way. But I think it's a really cool matchup because, I mean, they both have really good defenses. It's all going to come down to who's going to score more points, honestly. And I mean, Mac Jones could show out. I mean, you know more about him than I do. So I mean, it's possible. I think the Eagles are the favorites, and I, I'm gonna pick the Eagles, but I think the Patriots will keep it interesting.
0: All right, so you know, like I said, Mac Jones. Um, like I said, I'm going like I said, he's a Alabama guy, so you know I follow him a lot. Uh Mac Jones is a quarterback that he he's a prototypical drop back passer. Like he's not out of all the quarterbacks that we've had throughout this stretch, you know, Jalen Hurts, Tua, Mac, Bryce, he was the drop back passer out of all of. Them. Like he mm-hmm. really not going to give you much in terms of running. And yeah, maybe a little 10 yard scamper here or there, but not nothing serious. So for him, I think it's perfect. Like, you know, I don't like Bill O'Brien, but he is perfect for him. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to have him drop back to pass and just go with the flow. And it's going to be perfect because the offensive scheme is going to be simple. I'm not going to call no Matt Patricia's stupid stuff that, you know, he was calling last year. You know what I'm saying? He's just going to, you know, do his thing. You know, so I look forward to seeing, you know, how, you know, how simplified it is. I think it'll look a lot better. I wouldn't even be surprised, you know, if, you know, the game's close at some point, you know what I'm saying, late, Mm -hmm. because of how good your defense might play, you know, early on. So the only thing that scares me about, like, where, like, the uh, Patriots moving forward is I don't know who they have at receiver you know like i was sold on uh perry i thought he would have been your guy at this point of his career you know what i'm saying but you know he's not there anymore but i thought he was gonna be like a number one i mean he had the size he had he had the speed and it seemed like like his, his everything was good if you look at like everything like
1: he was he, just, he was trash bro you know what I'm
0: saying like it turned out he was
1: trash but when you draft I him mean, we have we have good weapons now I mean you you got Devontae Parker back I think he's gonna play better this year you bring in Juju uh you lose Jacoby Myers which is someone I really didn't want to lose I thought Jacoby Myers was really freaking good uh I still need to get a little bit more familiar with the receiver room but you bring back Hunter Henry and you get Mike Gusecki in free agency from Miami uh, I think I think their offense is going to be a lot better than what people think, for sure. And obviously you still got Ramondre Stevenson. You got some other good guys in the backfield as well. So I think it'll be interesting. Okay.
0: All right. So third game, you know, we think everybody should take a look at uh, is Detroit versus the Chiefs, man. Um, oh, that's a big one.
1: You know what? What do you think about it? We start with you. What do you think? Man, that's that's, a, that's probably my favorite matchup. Besides, they got another game. I don't know if we're going to go over that one. But this one's really cool. Because Detroit, man, they are loaded from top to bottom. People are not giving Jared Goff the credit he deserves for really how he's turned his career around the last couple of years, man. He's turned into a really great passer, clutch, able to put his team in positions to win. Kansas City is Kansas City. I mean, there's yeah. <laughs> not... A whole lot more that we can say that we haven't already said. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Your offense is spectacular. There's still, like, I feel like there's kind of looming questions on defense, but Kansas City's got a great defense, man. They've got weapons. But I feel like if there's a team in the NFC that could stun the Chiefs at any point, I think Detroit's got to be in that mix. I mean, dude, they've they've done nothing but add to an already pretty damn good roster. They bring in, what, Gardner Johnson – They do really good in the draft, I find. Like, man, that offense is explosive. Yeah, you lose Jamal Williams. You lose a couple guys. You still have St. Brown. You still have a bunch of – they can score points, man. And if that defense can get any kind of stops against Kansas City, Detroit's offense can roll if they get hot, man. I I think it's a really – I think it'll be a really fast-paced matchup. I think they're going to be just – that ball's going to be flying everywhere. For sure. I don't see this being like a twenty one fourteen though. This is gonna be in the thirties and forties for sure. Uh if I've got a pick, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I could go with the safe pick, but I'm gonna say Detroit. But by three like three or less, like it's not gonna be a shoe. And if they get it, it's because they had to really, really earn it. But I'm not completely sold on that though.
0: Okay. So, um, like I said, I, I actually think this is a one of those trap games for Kansas City, man. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing people probably don't pay attention to is when you're like the Super Bowl winner, uh, that first game is kind of ugly, man. It's kind of ugly. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you, a little bit of hangover. yeah, you know, you're starting the season. Everybody's like, yeah, you open a new banner. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know sometimes you just you're at home, it just feels real good, you know what I'm saying, but Detroit is not the same Detroit man from like three or four years ago. You know mm-hmm. this is a whole different team. this is a new team with a new identity, and their coach is like have them believing you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. the fact that they can beat anybody any Sunday any day, you know what I'm saying he has them believing. So I think Detroit can actually stun them as well mm-hmm. in the game because like I said, it's it's just it this team is different, man. You know what I'm saying? This might be the this run that they have right now might be the closest they can get to a Super Bowl. So they gotta cash in right now. Like this is how mm-hmm. has it been in Detroit? For well, a long time, I mean, you got all of these good draft picks. You got Jared Goff, who's turning the corner. Who I think, if he plays good this year, he can get into that conversation of top ten quarterback in the league. Because I
1: think he's right there.
0: Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't think he's far off. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, like when you get past ten, top ten in the league, there's like a cluster of guys that could easily be in that ten spot. You know, but I think they can surprise them, man, because I don't think like Kansas City might do Kansas City things later and squeak out the game like they always do. Right. But
1: but that defense is nasty.
0: Yeah, man, like I, I don't I don't I don't know, man. And I think uh, I think it's going to be a lot harder for them on defense because they don't have Chris Jones. He's holding out. So mm-hmm. um, that's going to be tough, man. But. Like I said, then people don't understand how important Eric the Enemy was. You know what I'm saying? Although, Mm -hmm. and that's a good
1: thing. Mm -hmm.
0: Although, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal because technically it's still Andy Reid's system. So if if all else fails, he can just call plays like he normally does.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think it's a big deal, though, man. I don't think anybody's talking about that. I think that's still something that should be talked about.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, look, I just know when Eric the Enemy was there, they attacked. Like, they attacked. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's kind of what people are going to see in Washington, Why? why I think Washington is going to be a lot better this year, because he's going to attack teams, not just, you know, mm-hmm. play the game. And I wonder if that voice in the headset, you know, is going to be different, like a different feel for it. Now they might just Mm -hmm. veer back to what they've been doing and just attack anyway, but Eric Benby just had a way of just attacking teams. Like every time they got down, they just attacked. Like, I mean, when they came out in the Super Bowl in the second half, like it was a downhill attack. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even think Philly had a chance to breathe because they were so, they were no huddle, no huddle, no huddle, attack, downhill, mm-hmm. running. And it just seemed like, man, they just couldn't catch their breath at all. So I I don't know what's going to happen with them schematically. But, I mean, Andy Reid's always called his own plays. You know what I'm saying? He's never really – like, even if he had an offensive coordinator, it really didn't matter. Like, I mean, hell, when he was in um, Philly – one one time he stripped the as a coordinator of a play calls and said, I'll call it myself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you know, so I just think I just think it'll be it'll be an interesting game, but I still think I still think the Chiefs might win. But I'm going out on limb like you, and I'm gonna pick Detroit. I'm gonna pick Detroit.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh definitely.
0: So uh what's that game that you were uh that you said that uh
1: you were looking forward to? I'm going for it. It's a divisional matchup in the AFC and it's Buffalo at New York.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, Josh
1: Allen versus Aaron Rodgers. What do you think?
0: Uh I like it. I like it. Um Aaron Rodgers, obviously with the Jets, man. Um I find it funny though. Like, I, I just want to know the the relationship between him and Zach Wilson. Like, I want to <laughs> know, is he grooming him? to be the guy.
1: I feel like like that's what's happening.
0: I feel like it, too. I feel like it, too, man, because they're similar game types if you look at their game. Like, uh, Zach Wilson always tries to throw off platform and uh, running around. He has a big arm, and Rogers still has an arm. So Mm -hmm. they have similar things that they do. You know what I'm saying? It's just Mm -hmm. the decision-making of (laughs) – of
1: Zach Wilson. Maybe, maybe he wants it to go differently than it did for him with Favre. Maybe he doesn't want things to go sour. You've seen how that went when Favre left Green Bay, because he didn't want to let go. He didn't want to pass the torch. He wanted to keep going.
0: Yeah, but it's like you want to help him, but you want to help Jordan Love though. You know, like I think I
1: think I think he was just sour with Green Bay. I think he just Obviously, we yeah, talked about, I think he's a yeah, little dramatic, true. but I think the change of scenery, you know, true, 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 changes reputation a little bit, I guess. I don't know,
0: yeah, because like, well, not I don't know how it happened, but I he won MVP and then they drafted mm-hmm. Jordan Love. I'm not sure what happened first. Is they drafted Jordan Love? Oh,
1: no, they drafted so he had a down year, like well, not down, but down to his standards. They drafted him, they drafted Love. And then Aaron Rodgers said, okay, well, you're going to try to draft my replacement. I'm going to turn around and just go take the lead by storm and win another MVP.
0: (laughs) Right. So I was like, well, that's that's bold. So I can understand why he didn't want to, you know, do that. Because that's kind of exactly what they did to him when you had Brett Favre. Like, they drafted Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. and then Brett Favre, led them to the playoffs again, like one game away from the Super Bowl. They
1: were in the NFC Championship game.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I I can see how that feels. Like, oh, you did it again. But I think now to get into the game, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have them doing good, man. I think uh, Robert Salah is a great coach, man. And this is what I wish they would have did with – Ty Bowles when they had him back in the day because Ty Bowles was a great defensive coach and he had them like 10 and 6 right and it needed a quarterback but they didn't get one they just thought Fitzpatrick or Fitzmagic was going to be the guy
1: right it's tragic.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it turned out to be. And no, <laughs> no hate on you know, don't hate on Oh, people. no, I love
1: Fitzpatrick. But because
0: yeah. cause Fitz, cause Fitzpatrick is a former St. Louis Rams, man, and we got him out of Harvard or Princeton or something. His seventh-round pick, and he carved out mm-hmm. an 18-year career or something like that. It seemed like forever. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like them too. But this is a scenario that I wish they would have did back then. Get a guy in there that's proven that wants to win. And although mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is old, like he still played really good in that last year mm-hmm. with uh with Green Bay. So I think he's got a host of young talent that I don't think he had leaving. I think this is a young team, and I think they picked up Dalvin Cook too. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: that adds a running element to the to the team.
1: You they got Brees Hogan off injured too.
0: Yeah, so you already know that. So I think. I think Buffalo, might they're they going to lose this game. I think the New, New Yorks is going to win. I picked them to win just because I just think they're not ready for what the Jets have, you know, just have to throw at them simply because, you know, the Jets last year, it seemed like they were easy pickings because you knew like uh, at some point, they're going to make a mistake and we can win. You know what I'm saying? With a guy like Aaron Rodgers throwing a ball, that's a different ball game to me because he's not going to make the same mistakes that Zach Wilson made. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be careful with the ball, and I think that breeds confidence into a defense, like knowing that the quarterback is not going to put us in position to fail more times than not. And I think you already got Sauce Garner. You got Quentin Williams. And I want to say you got Leonard Williams down there in, the, in there too. I want to say Carl Lawson is still there. He's coming back with another healthy year. So I think, man, they're going to be good. And I think they might actually be able to, to beat them. You know what I'm saying? And this opening game, so you don't know how rusty everything – and I'm not picking anybody that's been on the cover of Madden. So I'm good. I don't even mess with it. <laughs> you saw our fantasy draft. I'm not touching Josh Allen. Nope. Not going to have me looking crazy and dude get hurt, and then I need him to beat your team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I get, like, two points because he'll make it through the game. I'm not mm-hmm. touching So, Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, Josh Allen is good and all of that, but I just think the Jets is hot right now, hot. And that's the that's the team I'm rocking with. What would you think?
1: So I agree. I think the Jets made some really great moves. I think they're really solid on defense. I think they got really good talent on offense. But I just don't know if I can just – push Buffalo out of the pitch and not think that they're going to be in this game. I mean, they did lose a few people in the. hey, they lost St. Terry. I want to say they may have lost Tremaine Edmonds on defense. That's definitely going to make a difference. Uh, Buffalo's been here. They've done this. They're a perennial contender in the AOC every year. Uh, I think it's going to be a battle. Yeah, it's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be back and forth. It's just going to come down to who really wants it more. And <clears throat> although I think the Jets could really have a legit shot to win. I'm going with the experience there, and just who's been here longer, and who the team that has more camaraderie and's been together long. I'm going with Buffalo, but by skin of the teeth, it's not going to be by much if they win at, at all.
0: Okay, okay. So this last game, we'll go over, man. Um, I I I was torn between two games, um, Green Bay and the Bears, because I really sure. want to see the young quarterbacks, like I want to see the Jordan Love era begin, Mm -hmm. and I want to see how uh, Justin Fields plays now that he knows he's the guy. We're not not tanking. Although, we have to keep this in mind, that if they go down south and they they go downhill, they will be tanking for Caleb Williams. Let's just say the Bears.
1: Mm, I think if anybody's if, out of those two teams, they're not going to sign Justin Fields to that contract. I think they give him at least a year or so. I'm I feel like it. if any of those if I had to choose, I'd say Green Bay's more likely to do that than them. Because I I picked, like, like we did in our prediction video, I got Green Bay coming in last anyway. Because I have nothing to go off of with Jordan Love. Okay. If things start to go south of Green Bay... They may just say, you know what, we're not going to try to – we've already had this guy like four years. You know what, we're going to try to trade up, do whatever we got to do. We're just going to go for a guy that we feel is already ready. Yeah, but because of that,
0: I think that's why they give him a shot because he hadn't really played at all. So you don't even know what kind of quarterback <laughs> you're getting. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, but look what, the 49ers did with, look what the 49ers did with Trey Lance with minimal playing time. They gave up the freaking house to get him, and he's gone.
0: Yeah, but that was stupid though.
1: It was dumb. Yeah, it was. But I'm just saying, teams like, tend to fall like they, in line with other was, teams.
0: But that was dumb to even draft him though. Like, I agree. I, I agree. Like, I agree. Even, it was dumb for the Packers to draft did. Jordan Love. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, uh, but that—that's not. Well, that,
1: I just feel like just teams tend know. to fall into trends.
0: Yeah, like
1: I, I, I feel was, like they'll fall into that trend.
0: Yeah, like I was looking at that game. I just like that's one game people should look at because that's like mm-hmm. like two teams cool matchup. with new quarterbacks and everything. Well, the game I really want to get into uh in the last game is uh Dallas and uh New York, man. Uh, mm-hmm. some very interesting storylines in this game because uh obviously, you know, we speak of Trey Lance. And the Dallas Cowboys trade for him. And there's one thing about Jerry Jones. Uh, he don't make any moves without any any motives. He always mm-hmm. thinks one step ahead. And I feel like this was a shot at Dak. Believe it or not, that was a shot at Dak. Like, yo, if you don't get it together this season, you know, we going to roll with the young dude. You know what I'm saying? And you really don't always get a divisional game. So this one counts as almost two games. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just think the Giants coming in this game after last season, making, you know, the playoffs and everything, I think they ready, man. I think, you know, you, you got um, Saquon to come back. You know what I'm saying? I think he's on a prove-it deal. So I think he's a big part of the team. I think you, you're you going to keep on giving him the ball like you've been seeing. And Dave Ball kind of has his his claws sinked into Daniel Jones to the point where, you know, he's actually one of those guys that can sneak in the top ten, you know, quarterbacks in the league just because of the system he's in. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, it fits him. He can make plays and everything. So, I think collectively they're a good team, but I've never really been a Dak fan because he's see, like, like I said on the thing, he's good at cleaning up his own messes. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I've talked about it on this show countless times, you know what I'm saying? It's he's good at cleaning up his own messes, you know. <clears throat> and I just think that Daniel Jones, you know, will be able to just kind of, you know, win this game, man, just because I think that they just know who they are. You know what I'm saying? And when you know who you are, you win a lot more games doing what you do, you know. Mm -hmm. And on defense, they know they're aggressive and they're going to try to get after the quarterback. And on offense, you know, they're going to try to take what you can give them. And they're going to stretch the field at times. But they know who they are. You know what I'm saying? They don't really waver from that. But with the Cowboys, I don't really know who they are, man. Like, you know, obviously Dak is the guy, right? But I told you, I said, if Dak struggles, man, I wouldn't be surprised to see a mutiny on that team, man, to where they start crumbling from within. Because not only has the defense been really good the last three seasons, like they've had defenses to the point where you could win a Super Bowl with a defense like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, they're getting interceptions, they forcing turnovers. You got an otherworldly talent at uh defensive end, outside linebacker and uh Michael Parsons. Obviously, Trayvon Diggs is an interception machine. I mean, I know he gets beat on a lot, but the fact that you can change the game by just taking the ball away. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. rock with that. You know what I'm saying? Because you can change the game at any point. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're getting pressure on the quarterback. So, I just think, man, they know who they are on defense. It's just like, what are we going to do on offense, man? Can we trust Mm -hmm. that to win? And I'm just not sold on it. That's why I got the Giants winning.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think there's a lot of, and although it's not being said, I think there's a lot of tension in that locker room that's probably not being spoken about because you got to think about it. Your quarterback's been under question. Y'all don't get it done this year. Your quarterback's probably gone, and your head coach is probably gone. Yeah, They've already went and traded trade lands. I'm not fully sold on them, but, I mean, it wasn't a terrible move for Dallas just to have an insurance policy. You just oh. – you never know, especially just like you said, that defense is loaded with Diggs and Parsons and they're just, they're loaded. Their offense, they've got Lamb, they've got Gallup, they've got man. Pollard, they lost Dalton Schultz. But, I mean, you've, you've got a roster. Yeah. And I just think there's a lot of unspoken tension on that team that, like you said, if things start out sour in the first few weeks, man, we could see it get ugly in Dallas. I think Dallas talent alone can really win them games. But in this game, uh, I think the Giants know their identity. Uh, I think they're trending. Obviously, they're trending up, especially from our other videos. You guys will see we pretty much agree on this. Uh, They're loaded on defense. I think Daniel Jones is making strides. I'm still not fully sold on him, but, man, he looked really good last year. It seems that Dayball's got him trending in the right direction as well. You've got Saquon back. You've got receivers. The Giants, besides the Eagles, are the second-best team in this division. In Dallas, I'm not even fully sold. They're the third-best team in this division. I'm still kind of – Harping between them and the commanders. But I mean, just for this game, yeah, I, I can see this game getting ugly. Like the Giants winning by at least 14 to 21 points. Not saying it's gonna happen, but I, I just that I just feel like there's a lot of stuff going on in Dallas that nobody else hears about. And I just think New York's just sitting in a really good place and they want to come out on the right foot.
0: Yeah, man. Like I said, I, I'm I'm just sold on, on on New York, man. Like I said, I'm I'm a big uh wink martindale fan i think uh i wouldn't be surprised if they have success this season to the point where they get to the playoffs and win games that they're not supposed to win and maybe have like maybe i'd say if they have 11 or more wins i wouldn't be surprised if he's up for a head coaching job you know because he has transformed that defense man I told you, man, when he signed with the Giants, I was upset. Very upset. Because he had our defense, boy. We was aggressive, dog. And I liked it. I liked it, man. We played with some nastiness, man. And you've seen how it affected defense. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a head coaching job at some point because like he'll need somebody with an offensive mindset to help him. But defensively, that should be him. He don't even need no coordinator. Like, he can go uh-huh. to defense and be obviously the head coach and have somebody just run his offense for him. Because defensively, he's going to have a team that's nasty up up front and, and in the back end. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a head coach a job after this season because they're going to uh-huh. have some success, man. And they're going to beat the Eagles one, once this season. They're going to catch them. Like, I would, I would say they do it more at home. That would be my my first guess. But I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Eagles once this year. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like I said, if the mutiny happens in Dallas, don't be surprised if they finish last. You know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised, man. I don't know how ugly it's going to get. Because it really hasn't gotten ugly in Dallas in a very long time, as far as being mm-hmm. at the bottom, like top five picks, they ain't never been there in a long time. Like they've been top ten, top fifteen, you know what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. never top five. And if they got to that point, man, look, it's gonna be some crazy stuff, man. Like I said, I don't know. I just think Jerry Jones needs to get out the way. <laughs> he needs to get out the way, dog. Like. Just let your let your son do his thing, man. Because he got some ideas. He just can't ever say anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like hey, True. like dad, I got an idea. I don't like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, man. Uh, like I said, this just some games to watch, man. Um, obviously. We want to check them all out because week one NFL season is always fun. I always have those people that give you 50 fantasy points that you never thought would give you 50 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know what I'm saying? Check out the games and everything. But before we get up out of here, anything you got to say for me?
1: Man, uh, this is really good to be this time of the year again, you know? I mean, I think, like, we all kind of have our daily struggles, our timely struggles, especially as the year goes on. But, like, there's something about this time of the year that just makes it feel like all that other stuff goes away. And, you know, we just really appreciate the support from everybody. We've seen an even bigger jump as of late. We're over 4,000. It still sounds minuscule, but you got to think you've been doing this for as little time as we have. And, you know, we're just really grateful. We're really thankful. And we just want to stay humble and just say thank you guys for all the support. We just uh, we just really appreciate you all like it, y'all comment. Subscribe. Don't forget to hit that bell notification. We've got college stuff coming. We've got NFL stuff coming. We've got a buttload of videos, a bunch of playlists. Uh, you guys can check out the Twitter account. We'll probably have some other social media stuff at some point. But uh, we just want to say thank you and uh, enjoy the ride.
0: I couldn't say it better myself. Like I said, I'm Cam. That's Brandon. This is a football friend of mine podcast. Signing off.